Welcome. Hello. It's another special interview. Another special day. I'm starting this because, again, we've been on the Twitch for a while. And I know for you audio listeners, you're like, I don't care. (laughs) But if you haven't checked it out, that's how you're going to get to see this a week early. I'm D. Peters, always sitting behind the booth. Let me move us around the gamer. The gaming expert of Hello, the Weekly friends. Geekly. There we go, friends. We're in it. How we doing? To my left, Woo! you can see him. He's a real person. <laughs> He's not a robot. Zach, how you doing, buddy? I I can't believe that we don't constantly make <laughs> DP jokes about you. Yeah. <laughs> DP jokes. I'm just waiting for him. Are you waiting you to just started, DP? You just started introing yourself as DP, so yeah. give it some time. Give yeah, it like okay. a week. Right. <laughs> like, it's been like four days. You understand? You can't I'm... rush into DP, okay? <laughs> no, of course man. not. That's just immoral. I'm putting us up on a tee, and if you're not going to hit it at home run, that's your fucking problem. <laughs> I opened the door. You needed to close it. I was always the the kid in baseball that just like stared at like my glove in the outfield. So, all right. <laughs> you expect me to? <laughs> you expect me to be that witty? Yeah, no. <laughs> As always, I'm the weirdo with a beardo, Lucian, uh, here to just give you nightmares and horny dreams all at once. Oh, man. Whatever I can do. Um, But we're here with someone really special from the Omaha area, a local creator, a local uh, artist that... I've seen a couple times. I've seen you perform on uh, like Voodoo's Oddity Expo, uh, Ren Fair. Pirate Fair, right? Pirate Didn't Fest. you do Pirate yeah. Fest? Yeah, I saw that as well. If you're if you're in Pirate Omaha Fest. and you've been to any of those, you should know him. Uh, Norris Fire is here in the studio. Everybody, let's give a nice, cheesy clap. Can do for our excitement. <laughs> Thank you for being here. We really appreciate it. Uh, we appreciate you reaching out, and uh, he's here to talk to us about a new event that instantly caught my ear called the kinky circus mm-hmm. and he's going to tell us a little bit more about what that means that's coming up here in march here at the max correct yeah, uh which is a local bar down in omaha down 15th street in the old market area if you're down with it get down there buddy it's a good time it is it's a fun time it's a good dance bar so if you're into that kind of stuff this is definitely the bar for you the max yeah uh but they're going to be performing down there we got him here in the studio to talk just a little bit about what he does, who he is, how he formed this identity that he has, and, and just kind of where you want to go from here. Uh, so thank you. We, we really appreciate you for coming in. Yeah, thanks for having Seriously, me. Seriously. Like we, we, we're trying to get more local people in and, and promote more of what Omaha has to offer because I'm sure, as you know, a lot of people don't think much when they think of Omaha. Right. You know, they're like, steaks! (laughs) We do have a crazy circus community here, which is wild because it's such a small area. You would never think it. You would never think it. But you guys are so tightly knit as well. Like, I see a lot of you performing at the same stuff because you know each other, because you're familiar with each other. Uh, I think the last time I even saw you perform was uh, Voodoo Oddities Expo which was the biggest one they did down at, uh, was the Hilton? No, not the Hilton. The Marriott. The Marriott. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a good time. They were out in the main street, blowing fire, spinning it around. Um, so for, I guess we should start, for those of you who don't know Norris Fire, what do you do? What is your thing? What's your what's your uh, identity that you latch on to as a performer? Um, I mean, Norris Fire itself is a, like a full community okay. of performers. It's a traveling circus, which you know encompasses what you would imagine. You know, jugglers, fire performers, aerialists, uh, traditional circus things. 
it's also a lot more vast than that. We have uh, videographers, photographers, DJs, live musicians. Um, it's basically the idea of what we do is we take an event, you know, pirate fest, yeah. personal party, whatever it is. Rent fair, right? whatever the descriptor is. And you have a theme that we run with and we just give you as much uh, visual entertainment as we can for that. Okay. <clears throat> I've, I've noticed that you guys do a really good job of latching on to what the aesthetic is. Mm-hmm. Um, and one thing I noticed about you per, per, specifically in your performance is you have an aesthetic, but it tends to shift a little bit sometimes. Now, maybe this is just me as the audience member. Sometimes I get a little far East, you know, a little bit like samurai mentality almost. And the other times it's straight up like Viking, right? Is that intentional? Did you try to do that, or was that something that came along the way? It's just, I mean, it is Norse fire, so we kind of try to carry like a Viking theme, but at the same time, you know, I have a twenty-plus year martial art background. So yeah, the Eastern style tends Ooh, very to very cool. Out. I like the like the shinobi mask. It makes me yeah, so totally. I can't talk and no one bothers me. So that's I'm a fun. Yeah, yeah, that's a, a fun bit. way to avoid that. <laughs> like, listen, I'm wearing a mask. Okay, yeah. like I'm not saying don't shit. Mind it doesn't work so well anymore. <laughs> if you don't mind me asking, like what what martial arts disciplines have you? Uh, you know, I started like very little in boxing and taekwondo, but uh, over the years I developed like a. Uh, Probably jujitsu is one of my favorites, and uh, cool. wushu as far as like my sword style and stuff is pretty heavy. Ooh, nice. sword style, awesome. that's fucking badass. yeah. We we're we're big combat fans here. Hell so. yeah, that's fucking badass. You ever do sparring or anything like that? Or yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I've been like out of tournaments and stuff for a while now, but I nice still practice. Oh, that's cool. I I've always wanted to do more with martial arts. I did taekwondo when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I got like halfway through. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I was it wasn't you know. too bad. I, I I enough to know what I'm doing. Yeah, it's a good intro art. But then yeah, if that's the only intro you've had into it, and then you don't do all of it, it's kind of like you you've really got like a fourth of what you need to learn. And then as time carries on, that's like a tenth maybe. So it's cool that you like are working at that, and that you use right. that influence in your art as well. Like, and I I definitely think it shows. Like. I saw you at Voodoo, and I forget what what actual um, tool you were using. I think one of them was a sword or something mm. like that. I'm pretty well known for sword. Yeah, and, uh, rope dart, which is like the ball on the end of the rope that wraps it's around. Fucking the dangerous, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I used to have like, a fire problem as a child. My parents wouldn't <laughs> let me use axe. Okay, they'd be like, "You're gonna light the goddamn cabinet on fire," and I'm like, "You're right." <laughs> you know what? I am gonna do that. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> so I, I I could not have those spray deodorants as a middle schooler. <laughs> so to see someone that has the discipline and like that kind of just rapport with fire like that blows my mind and i've known you know there's a smaller fire poi community in omaha mm-hmm. uh, we we both know people that are in it and have been to the camps and and the educational stuff it still blows my mind though wasn't there just a gathering here recently when something uh i mean he would give you the benito, guy to ask <laughs> i think benito went or i know meg probably meg yeah she goes to a lot of them yeah, yeah. I don't know what there's that was. There's a lot be. of fire performing. Megan just went to Flow Fair with us this weekend, okay. which is yeah. in Texas. Was... It wasn't here. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. okay. Texas. Yeah. Nice. <clears throat> so do you, as someone that is experienced in poi and in fire, I want to call it firebending. Can I call it firebending? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and someone yeah. that is a firebender and has done this for a while, why continue to go back to those uh events if you know what you know is it more community based for you or are you like i just I, it's like summer camp 
Yeah, and you, uh, I mean, you move up in the ranks. You know, I okay. originally went as like, I'm here to learn. Yeah. And now I'm, I'm an instructor. I'm a director. Very so cool. we're fucking there to firebending like, master. Right. Very like, cool. Goddamn. <laughs> we're there to kind of just pass the torch down to the That's next cool. Layer. You keep it as a, as a tradition almost. Right. That's really nice. I like that. I wish we had more communities that functioned in that way. The passing of the torch, ironically. How so? How would they? How did they do that in um, in Texas with uh, like? COVID restrictions and stuff because I know that like it had to have been like a huge journey this last year just between like Nick's everything Nick's some things with some exceptions you know on the way to I imagine Texas is probably just let it go under a certain number comparatively for sure texas um they they totally pulled restrictions like the monday before or after we left so the event we were was restricted but it was all outdoors and fire performers you know you're 10 20 feet away yeah oh easily didn't matter anyway get the circle i mean they were still trying to keep the mask thing keep the small yes now it's it's free for all Okay. I'm sure as things loosen up, that's one of the first things that are like, okay, well, we really didn't have that many restrictions in the first place, you know. How'd the, how'd the industry kind of cope with that? How'd they kind of like juke that punch of COVID, so to speak? It was weird. Um, like any entertainment, it, it was hard for a while, especially in Nebraska, because we were so back and forth about things where, mm-hmm. you know, it would be 12 o'clock and we would have an event at four that may or may not get canceled. Yeah, you so just, just kind of like clutch in that moment. But mm-hmm. We still managed to do a lot of things and I'm pretty grateful for it because it, it drove me in a different direction where instead of just being a strict performer, I got a lot more into like the planning and the organizing and stuff. So it's helped me as it lifts to be able to. Yeah, yeah it's helped me more as a as a event coordinator more than just a performer because right. at this point you. I would assume you've got your bearings down. You know your performance, you know your routine. Now it's learning all the other shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And honestly, sometimes that's the harder stuff. Like sometimes the performance for you personally, you get to a point where you master it and then you're like, how do I market this? How how do I promote this? How do I, you know, carry this into the next level? So it's cool that you've kind of gotten to that point where you have your own production company. You have your own, you know, umbrella that you can work under with other people. And that's great because it's kind of carrying the torch like you do at camp, but with your, with your company, you're, you're, you're finding other people that are passionate about your passion and you're building a community. I fucking love that. That's exactly what we're about, too. Behind the camera, so to speak, behind the curtain, it's Mm. always like it's it's interesting because it's no matter what performance you're doing, there's somebody who's got the job of making sure the performance happens. Mm. Um, I don't mean like sure. Yeah, you never if, really if think like, about that person. You yeah, know? if you're like, like you're a little indie guy know. playing like stage runner or something kind of like that. Yeah, exactly. Stage runner, show cute, runner, anything like that. Yeah. yeah. There's always, and it's it's like so close to the performance, but it's a completely different world. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like nothing like performing at all. It's yeah. the complete opposite, like, but if you didn't have that, you couldn't perform. Yeah. That's the irony behind yeah, and it. If you, didn't have, if you <laughs> right. didn't have some concept of what the performance was and what it was to perform that particular music, uh, movies, acting, performances, like entertainment performances like this, man, mm. you'd, you would burn in a fire. Ha ha, that was... A bad <laughs> and it was unintentional we're trying to make fire jokes today folks so right. we're not doing the best that was oh, unintentional oh, we're trying we're so trying I'm okay that it was bad. 
you're fired. I'm sorry. God, that yeah. one was flaming. You'll find too that a lot of times um, performers are very I don't know which side, but you know, right brain, creative. Yeah, but, yeah. But they're not good at organizing. So yeah. like, we, we need these other people running around like telling them where they need to be. Yeah. They're just kind of like in their own zone. Yeah. And you got to be sometimes. Yeah. <clears throat> that makes sense. So it's it's good that you can kind of balance both sides of that. You know what I mean? That's hard. It right. really is to be a creator and own your own stuff and promote your own stuff and and be the person that's making those connections it's sometimes a lot of stress i don't know if you've seen it but that video where the guy's putting his kittens in a line and they're no. like wandering off that's that's performance that's what it is yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> stay here just fucking or... stay stay right. just stop okay stay <laughs> yeah i don't know how you do that well i don't know i'm sure we could kind of attribute some of that skill to what we do but in a performance mindset, it's completely different. Because here, we have a place we go. We have a mindset we enter. We have a sit. We yeah. physically sit in the same seat. Like, we get prepared. As a performer, that is heightened. We kind of have no choice. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. as a performer, your stage well, may be different every single time. Your audience may be different every single time. And it's a different aspect to come at something like that than just podcasting. Because yeah. podcasting is a normal... You know, you're just talking. You know, you're not fucking doing any death defying stunts but as sure. a fire performer i'm sure every time you get on that stage you feel that kind of sink in your gut you're like dude something could go wrong this time <laughs> you know what i mean like so i don't know how you can keep doing that to be honest you're a fucking psychopath like, <laughs> like, like i don't know how you do this because i'm afraid of like burning my thumb in the toaster like getting the toast out man like is this something that you just never had a fear of? Like, was fire just like, fuck it, it's fire. I don't fucking care. I mean, you gotta respect yeah, it. Yeah, there's but always like, a respect for fire, but it's, it's such a primal element that, like, everybody's drawn to it. Like, yeah. We just kind of manipulate it. And I actually started circus as an aerialist. I'm still an aerialist. Oh, no but, way. Um, yeah. But I drifted towards fire because I started finding that, like, when you're in the air, people are just staring directly yeah. at you. When you're playing with the fire, like, you can make whatever face you want. They're not looking at you. You're looking like, at They're following fire. this trail of fire. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Like, yeah. I kind of like this element more a little freedom. bit. Like, yeah. No, that <clears throat> makes sense. That's cool. What did you do as an aerialist? I am. I started as a silk performer. I drifted to Lyra, um, which is like a big metal hoop. Oh, okay. It's yeah, a I've little more some, I've seen some burlesque girls do that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. the, the ribbon kind of stuff. Yeah. Like flow, flow stuff. So, yeah. I have a partner, and we do a lot of doubles Lyra. We'll do a lot of it at the hmm. Kinky Circus show. I've never seen doubles Lyra before. I've seen, like, singles, of it's course. It's a new element. Yeah, wow. you've got to factor in another body in there. Into a hoop? Like, Jesus. I don't even know how you do that. intensely physical as well. Yeah. yeah like, I mean, like, not just from, like, confrontation yeah. of, like, consequence, but also, like, it sounds hard as fuck. Jesus <laughs> Christ. A lot of upper body gymnastics. Oh, yeah. So. A lot of fucking hats patience. Off. That's First a, lot of, a lot of bruising. Oh, oh yeah. sure. big metal bar. A lot yeah. of learning. So, yeah. well, I, was, I, I saw the finale of, a, of like a burlesque festival up in Minneapolis a few years ago. And there was a, there was a, a ring. It was, it was, yeah, it was a duet. Yeah. It was two girls. Um, and man, you could, well, cause it's burlesque. They're like wearing next to nothing. Right. And from, from even as far back as we were, like you could see the friggin' definition, like in every fiber muscle. of muscle. <laughs> yeah. You're like, dang. Yeah. This is all they do. Like <laughs> those girls probably made out of steel. Those yeah. girls probably crush beer cans by looking at them. Like, yeah. They're <laughs> jacked. Well, well, okay. So they weren't like huge jack, but they were like just 
tone. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. tone yeah. beyond belief. My yeah. partner is, I mean, she's 120 if she's mm-hmm. like wearing clothes. And I'm, yeah. I'm a good 180, 185. And she, yeah. can, she can pick me up just fine. Like, wow. Yeah. It's, you, it's interesting that you like, you go to something like, say burlesco in this particular case and then somebody does something not just that physically impressive but like with that degree it's physical feet just carries with it like the obvious uh it imparts upon seeing it how much work went into it like Mm. you can you can see things done and be like oh man they must be really good they must have worked really hard because it looks so easy right physical stuff almost never look it it looks easy in the way that you're like effortless i could try that yeah and then you go and try it and you're like no it is way harder but but you see someone like juggling yeah and you're like that looks really difficult i bet there was a lot of and And then you you like pick up three tennis balls and you're like oh fuck this (laughs) like i do think that there's a certain amount of like when you can when you get to things like the like art and physicality at the same time i mean obviously you watch a guy play nfl football that's yep. hard. Like, yeah, yeah. And that's because you're beating the shit out of each other. But when it comes to something like skateboarding, mm-hmm. dancing, yeah. uh, you know, like point, fire, uh, juggling, something that you, where you seem, it's like, yeah, I know they're putting a physical effort to it, but like, I think I could do that. Yeah, it's like, tricky. It, it looks, tricks you. It you know you can't play is. NFL yeah. football right. because yeah. the, you know, like, oh, yeah, that guy's seven foot you one, know, 390. Like, do you know how you, many times I've been to an event and I've seen fire poi spinners and I'm like, oh, I can fucking do that. I can, and I grab I something that one of my friends, I, I can hold He's, hoop. he's yeah, dying he's, over here <laughs> because I'm like, oh, I can fucking do I'm that. I'm sure you get that person all the time. I like having pubes. You know what I mean? Like, ah, God. Like, it scares the fuck out of me and I'm someone that loves fire. Yeah, like, the ring stuff is just it's impressive like you never oh, see yeah. it you never see it done and think maybe i could try that no maybe you I think holy that. shit like how oh, are you no. capable of this? i should probably hit the gym for a year and a half yeah. and then i'll try it yeah maybe like, i've been to so many raves and functions where people think that they can just jump in and start fire poise spinning it ain't happening and, and no. something yeah. it, three things will happen one they will get hurt, uh-huh. and everyone will laugh. Mm-hmm. Two, Two, they will hurt someone else, and no one will laugh. <laughs> and they will be like, "Why the, you're an asshole. Why'd you swing that fucking ball of fire 30 feet away yeah. <laughs> when you didn't Don't know need what you're doing. to? You're a dick. Or three, no one will let them do it, which is the, the, the smartest <laughs> thing to do. Like, I've even that's been fair. that drunk guy that's like, <laughs> hey, man, let me see that staff. I can get it. Like, you know, you're it just swinging And they're like, nah. dude, shut up. And I'm like, yeah. correct choice. <laughs> like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, good idea. And don't give me that. So, like, as cool as this stuff seems and as interested as you are, if you have no experience, please, Stop. for the love of Satan, go find someone that does and learn Take a yeah. class. So you educate you said, yourself on the dangers of fire. I'll have to oh, have you sure. have to have you on for a skill point episode at some point. Yeah, that'd be so great. If you want to learn. Dude, that's such you, an amazing oh, idea. That's a great you're idea. You're coming back there. another time. Awesome. You can't even hide it. You got <laughs> yeah. the, you're not going anywhere. <laughs> so glad you decided to say yes. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't let it. It's okay. right. You don't get to say yes. I said it for you. You know, so like speaking of a special like being at like raves and whatever, you know, um, mm. kind of raves. So you mentioned right? that like you do um, a decent amount of like passing the torch, teaching that kind of stuff as well. Uh, we we dove into that a little bit, but like, where would you say probably like your main market for this stuff? Like, if you're if we were to hire you, like, where where would you generally? 
is it more festivals? Is it more private events that you put forward and kind of like you're trying to get gigs like a show or does it kind of span the whole? Yeah. And again, I'm probably biased on this opinion, but there isn't That's an fine. event that doesn't benefit from circus. Like, mm. We do weddings. We do private events. We do festivals. There isn't anything you can think of that I couldn't find something that would fit. Like, for example, yeah. weddings. Like, it's not a circus. It's not supposed to be, like, right. carefree and funny. But we have, like, you know, intimate duet acts, intimate acrobatic acts that, like, tell the story of love. That, oh, that's like, badass. You know, it ties into just about anything you can think of. I've oh, seen enough cool. weddings where people are like, let's have something extravagant. Right. Like, that's really cool. Wild and crazy. Yeah. And that kind that's, of was what I was wondering, because, yeah. I mean, like, it's not to brand yourself. But like I said, we brought this up because the kinky circus is a thing that you're trying to right. pump, maybe specifically for this, because it's coming up soon but you know and that is an act that like you're saying like hey it's more like when you go to a bar because it is but like say like hey i'm coming to perform that night in this case like i said like i'm glad to hear that that is something that like you could be reached out to and kind of individualize in a way i feel Mm -hmm. i'm sure like making it intimate or making it more broader or silly or not and that's really the fun is like we don't uh, i mean you talk a little bit but for the most part you don't hear us um we have to tell the whole story through movement yeah which is hard change the story whenever we want like we can fit it to whatever theme you're looking for that's cool you have that kind of customization uh, on it you ever had to do a funeral I have not done a few. Ah, God, that would be hilarious. Ah. You know how awkward that would be? I bet you? it could fit. I bet you could make it work. Now I think if I have a funeral, there's going to be fire performance. You're going to have so many people performing. <laughs> You're going to have a whole there fucking circus at your funeral. That's great. So what can fire we... Fire perform the arrow into the pyre as right? it floats right. <laughs> <laughs> And it spells out Norris fire and yeah. like fucking uh, yeah. fireworks or whatever. Yep. Uh, so as far as you being able to tailor yourself, what can we expect to be the kind of content to see out of Kinky Circus? Kinky Circus yeah. has been an awesome project that we've worked over in the last year. We've already done one, but it's become like a quarterly event. Um, what we did is we took our really seasoned, really decorated circus performers mm. And we took like, you know, a handful of these and then we reached out to Omaha's, you know, big names for burlesque, you know, like uh, Megan Monster, Carly yeah. Cat. Um, and we just kind of combined the two of them and let them feed off of each other. You know, we're learning sensual empowerment burlesque from these burlesque performers. Yeah. They're learning kind of carefree, dramatic circus performance. That's from the badass. Performers. Mm-hmm. And then we just all put it together. And it, I mean, it's a traditional circus by the standards. You're going to see aerials, you're going to see yeah. prop manipulation, but it is like full burlesque in there. That's such a cool each other's energies. I love, the, I love the twist on that. Cause we've Omaha has had burlesque troops mm-hmm. and still does. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's all well and cool, but you never see it mixed with that performance. Right. It's a different, right. it's a different Avenue for burlesque. And that was what we really wanted is we wanted to take the already existing burlesque performers mm-hmm. and just combine them into what we're doing because we do want to learn, you know, they know the ropes. We don't. So we want to understand like, yeah. what mm-hmm. we're, what story we're trying to tell through burlesque. And they've all been great at like, educators i mean look at me like i'm not a sensual person so <laughs> hey, I, I don't know. i had to learn you all, could be <laughs> i had to learn all this stuff from scrap and like they're very patient and that's cool us, so. so have you gotten intense with, in touch with your sensuality you think since I think a them? little bit i you think, think I it's changed you a little decent bit strip you know, like, yeah yeah <laughs> nice you can yeah, do okay. a little three minute strip intro for the yeah. twitch we're getting, we're getting into it bachelorette parties cool, that's right? good hear this anytime you have a mutual exchange of information or or content or or promotion or anything as a performer or a content creator 
that is the best because you're evolving yourself as a performer while also exchanging what you know with someone else that might lack something in that arena, you know, and you're getting to see the best of both worlds in two different avenues. I'm really excited for that. I'm really excited to see burlesque kind of taken yeah. a different form and circus performing maybe taking a different right. form. It seems like a really good way for the local burlesque scene, which has been pretty well established for a while yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Like a pretty good avenue for them to kind of grow in a different direction too. Yeah. We've had a couple or different like episodes with uh, further. Yeah. Hot Tail Honeys. Mm-hmm. We've had them on numerous times. We love hanging out with them and then geeking out with them 100%. and it's always mm-hmm. it's always a really fun time but cringy if you're not a sexual person oh yeah i'll say that yeah, yeah. like there's yeah. some stories that get told that you're like mm, turn this off if you're at work but it's always a fun time i love that community That's what's fun and i love those performers like pope and all those girls mm-hmm. like they're so much fun and they're very dedicated to their craft mm-hmm. so it's cool that you kind of get a team up with them i kind of I don't want to be that guy, but I kind of saw this coming. I kind of <laughs> saw this team up coming. When I saw you at, at Voodoo's Expo uh, the other year, uh, the last one they could do before coronavirus in 2019, um, I was thinking about that. I was like, well, you know, Megan's doing a really good job of kind of doing what you're doing. And she has that experience. Megan has so been why not... so clutch for like oh, yeah. connecting the two worlds oh, she's Because she's huh? the perfect divide between right. the two. Like she's got the burlesque experience a hundredfold, but she does boy she's learned these things she's gone to the camps with you and with other people and and gotten that credibility so it's cool to see a merging of the two species i guess like that's new i'm always down when you can blend two different forms of content and just make something completely new so when again when 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 can we expect this kinky circus what's the uh, date it is the 21st which is a sunday because the max is really into clubbing friday and saturday yeah the so max the is a club shows happen on sundays interesting so if you're if you're free in the omaha metro area sunday on the fun 21st day. Sunday fun day we also have there recently teamed up with dreamscape which is like a rave scene oh cool and, uh the 20th we're doing like a kinky circus pre-party oh shit we're at like, um so it's a warehouse. I don't know the exact. You're address, partying in a warehouse. Yeah. Is you, this a '90s rave? If you look so up Dreamscape, they do these. When we've done all of them so far, they do these phenomenal events. Yeah, and it's just a warehouse, lights everywhere, ravers. A few of them were silent, so we had the fancy oh the headphones, the silent raves. Yeah, yeah. it's a good time. They're a good company. Do you have to check that out? We've just established as a like visual entertainment directors for them, so yeah. we're gonna bring in a lot of new stuff and just yeah. like really really up the antics of their raves god i love i love that i love upping the production value that just as i know like most people like who fucking cares like i'm like that makes me no production value is everything like a lot of people just show up and and they don't know enough to know what goes behind the scenes to make something happen there's it was good or it wasn't you know what i mean i'm like oh my god i can see them growing like i love it (laughs) it's like a virus it's getting bigger and like in a good way obviously but no, that's really cool that you have that backing, you have people committed to it, and you have a cross-pollination, I guess you could say, of the two different species of entertainer. Do oh, it. Call it out. We got to grip it and rip it. There we go. Every grip time. <laughs> grip it. Dude, grip it. If you're joining us on Twitch, we really appreciate you. Um just to let you know, we'll go into right. a quick little ad segment here. This show is brought to you by Voodoo's Odd Shops in Omaha, Nebraska. 
Uh, if you are into curiosities, oddities, you want to buy some crazy fucked up shit, go to Instagram. Teeth. Check out Voodoo's Oddities. I'm sorry, Voodoo's Odd Shops LLC. They're a sponsor and a uh, promoter of us. We really appreciate Fantastic what they do. People. They've got lots um, of teeth. They have lots of teeth. That's true. <laughs> Thank you, Zach. <laughs> As well, uh, check out Synergy Nation Network, our podcast network that we're a part of at synnation.net slash TWG. You can see all of our content there, all of our episodes, our mini series, what we're doing. Check in with us. Leave us some mail. Leave us some hate mail. We actually had one guy give us a shit ton of hate mail. Oh, nice. Yeah, he was racist. So I'm not going to talk about it. Jesus Christ. He was a very large racist. And so I was like, delete, 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 delete. If you're a racist, don't watch this show. No. Um, Not for you. We don't want you. I don't know why that got tuned into this guy, but whatever. I don't know why he thought this was a show to be racist on. Because they're out there. So fuck you. Um, (laughs) So fuck you. (laughs) Again, if you want to leave us some mail, uh, or you want to leave some mail for Norris Fire, go to synnation.net slash TWG. Leave us some mail there. And check out the plethora of other shows we have on right now. I think we have eight shows on the podcast network. Yep. Plenty of different avenues. I'll send it in the chat right now, actually. Yeah! Um, Also, shout out to Director Chronic. We appreciate the interview you did. Onyx the Fortuitous, thank you so much. Uh, we've been putting out some fun stuff lately, uh, but I kind of wanted to segue away from work because we've been talking work. Before we know you do, you. Yeah. Oh, wait, what's up? Just for the people that are all watching Twitch yeah. right now, I'm, we're going to do it since we're doing plugs. Oh, shit. What oh, are we doing? Yeah. We'll do a plug for your actual page. Beep, uh, beep, I think beep. one of the best ways that I've been able to find an avenue, would you say you're probably your Facebook page? Yeah, our Facebook best. gets the most. So I have it up for our Twitch viewers right now. It's just at Norsefire, N-O-R-S-E-F-Y-R-E, um, but I have it just kind of scrolling through the main first few uh shots and you can see some of the cool like rope work here like they were talking about some lira um a lot of poi flow fair 2021 weatherford practice so uh if you're interested they have a few thousand likes it'd be great not only are we asking for followers follow the people patronize the advertisers <laughs> <laughs> give north fire a follow uh helping us helps our friends helps you helps them helps us helps, helps the omaha community mm-hmm. yeah exactly so there's and there's we that to show people that omaha is more than corn okay for mm-hmm. fuck's there's sake more than corn here we have other things going on come so. on guys but there's that, there's that. <laughs> but, but there is a lot of corn <laughs> help everyone so out. Uh, transitioning kind of out of business and out of performance um you said you wanted to talk some games. Ooh. Talk games. Said you wanted to talk <laughs> some nerd outs. I'm curious. That's what we're here for. Nice now, speaking my language. I my personally guy. need to go shake hands with the president. Go, I understand. Go drain the main vein. Okay. I'll be right back. <laughs> I got a meeting with a wallaby. I got a meeting with a wa- the dingo ate me, baby. I'll be right back. All right. <laughs> games. Let's that's talk. A, that's a very broad topic. Where do you want to start? I know that's huge. Oh, that's full. Table <laughs> um, so there. I, I mean, like games as are. Uh, are we talking console? Are we talking PC? Are we talking handheld? Are we I'm talking card console games? player? Okay. Okay. Well, so before before we started, we were talking about you know like what you've been doing. You said you were traveling a lot, so you've been playing a lot of mobile, a lot yeah, of, uh, a lot of Switch. Sorry, not mobile. Right. <laughs> no, I come from the Sega Genesis generation. I'm playing a Game Boy was on mobile. the phone, but yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of Switch. Yeah. What do you got going on in the Switch world? 
Uh, it's just playing through the Pikmin remake recently, which is like older, but uh, well, still, there was just this like the president's sale or whatever. You know, buy two get one free. Oh yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. So I mean, do you know anything about Pikmin? You know, I know fuck all about Pikmin. <laughs> fuck all about Pikmin. Uh, I mean, like only the like peripheral amount, especially in the remaster. I guess my only question is, I mean, graphically, you're not looking for a game like that to be like stunning, stunning. But I mean, like from everything I've been able to see from it, it looks pretty slick you know what i mean like it's have you noticed anything like about it like graphically besides like it, or is it just like a general retelling of a story re, or like was the because re, when we did the remaster of like resident evil like it was both like the story got yeah. added but it was also like graphically like, holy shit this is 20 years in the future i mean with a cartoony style game mario looks different for example but it's not it's just smoother yeah it's yeah. still a cartoon but yeah it's i mean it's just remastered a little bit the gameplay is still exactly the same okay so that makes sense and less boxy i'm the gaming guy i'm the one that runs the twitch quite a bit so i mean like aside from what you're doing lately because we all kind of get in niches of like what we wanted the games i play on my own time are barely the ones that i stream right but uh Mm -hmm. just gonna ask it (laughs) like do you have a favorite you can either say game or series of games Fuck. I mean, yeah, like, that's, that's tough. There's a lot. I've, There's I, a lot. Centuries what, of time. What are the right, top three that you get psyched for? Yeah, let's broaden it up a little. It's like top three series when they release. Sure. I yeah. Sure. I, I mean, it used to be Final Fantasy, but has like, I don't know. They just get worse in my opinion. <laughs> like, I'm glad know, Nate's not here. Like five or you know seven, eight, nine, ten, and then it started oh, getting like ten was my shit. Ten's great. Yeah. yeah. Right. So Final Fantasy is definitely something as well. I guess Nate would have a lot to say, but I mean, like the remastered <laughs> number seven is fantastic. Right. I mean, as far well, as like graphic and like understanding story, but then they're elongating the game into three games. Was ten the one with like the beach volleyball? And yeah. Stuff? yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> well, and it had like ten two. No, no, it's, it's not like beach volleyball. <laughs> I mean, it's you motherfucker. Cent- that's okay. the only Final Fantasy game I ever played all that's, the way through. Uh, it's really? essentially beach volleyball. Dead it's <laughs> beach volleyball or underground soccer. <laughs> yeah. or God under, damn. Underwater, underwater soccer, underwater not soccer. beach volleyball because you use your feet. Dead okay. or Alive was the beach volleyball. Yeah. That was yeah. fun. <laughs> I liked it. That I was like my favorite Final though. Fantasy. I don't know why. Ten? Yeah, I probably spent like 80 hours on Blitzball. Like, That's a good, yeah, Blitzball is so much fun. Waka. Waka was good. I know that Zeb played a lot of Blitzball. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. That's one of the best things with like playing the underwater soccer game. Yeah, Hell yeah, that was a fun-ass game, dude. It I was. miss those kind of games. It's so complicated now. Everything's so goddamn complicated. So, I mean, like, are I'm you old. do you enjoy RPGs all the way through, or is like kind of more JRPGs? <laughs> I think or... I think I'm pretty into RPGs. Yeah, cool. Because I mean, like RPGs span such like a wide like brevity of range. Right. I mean, yeah. like, God of War is an RPG in the newer version because you level up your character and decide yeah. what you want to do and like work the story how you feel and blah 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 blah. But a JRPG or a turn based RPG is. Vi- drastically different. Oh, yeah, that's that's beast, RPGs yeah. have very role playing varied taken subcultures. On a new role. For, oh, geez. did you spill beer in the studio? <laughs> no, that's cool. <laughs> no, but like, like then you look at like WoW. Like that's a completely different yeah. RPG. You know, like there's just so many flavors of of that genre. I guess yeah. it's it's hard to be like oh, I love RPG. Oh, okay, what type? Yeah. Sure. So like, yeah. are you a more turn based guy? Or are you like Red Dead guy, Skyrim guy? Like, what's I mean, what's your specific yeah. flavor that you kind of latch on to more? Great, but yeah, I mean like turn based stuff. Like I like uh, 
you know, obviously the Final Fantasies, uh, Legend of Dragoon was a good mm. game. Uh, right. Legend of, I don't, I don't know if I've ever heard it saying out loud. Legend of Legia, Legend of Legaya. 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 Huh. So everyone knows what the fuck you're talking about. I think that's probably the winner's right. right. <laughs> yeah, that style. Um, right. The soaking in games are really good. True. I mean, uh, aside from RPGs, which I have no problem talking about, but I mean, of this like past year, what have you probably? I mean, like of like as of today, what's 365 your, days. What's been your quarantine routine? Yeah, yeah there you go. Quarantine, quarantine gaming. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we haven't. I haven't had time to like sit down game a whole lot. Well, good. In quarantine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which is the goal. Yeah. But um, we were really into Ark there for a while. We had. Uh, Arc Evolved one. is something that I yeah. know you can drain a thousand hours right. into easy. Yeah. So, <clears throat> I've never yeah. even played we it. We did play the like the Conan one, which is like similar to Arc, but it was. Did you make his wiener size weird? Because <laughs> I heard that was. A I thing. didn't mess with that, but yeah, that was an option. <laughs> why do you need to? Why? Like, why does that matter? <laughs> because you would be surprised. At. That's all that people like cared about cyberpunk. Oddly satisfying it is to run around with a giant battle axe <laughs> and a giant like dong murdering things and with your dong, dong flailing in the wind. Like <laughs> it's it's simultaneously badass and absolutely ridiculous stupid. And overall cathartic. That's yeah. like where I yeah. live right there. Those are the three areas I live, so I should probably get that game. As time goes on, it's one of my favorite things to like discuss with people, especially people I've never met. Uh, like you can have film fans that like I don't like horror, yeah. or I only watch drama, or like yeah. comedy is my specialty, but I can understand, or like I only watch indie, but like video gaming is over like specifically, I'd like to say the past 15 years, even though it's not really fair because almost everything started as an indie title with the game industry only like 30 years ago. Yeah. Finding people's flavor of gaming is something that I find fascinating because for me, like watching movies is cathartic again to use that word but for them and i think it is for a lot of people Mm. but the whole reason i've always told people like i'm a big nerd and i like gaming is because you get to take (laughs) a movie and decide yeah right and 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 make your own story so almost every video game fills that like fulfillment things like like i said to use mario again because Mm. everyone who's watching the twitch knows that's what i do that's what i did earlier today Mm. but even that just being a 2d platformer I could decide to do it this way or that way or this way or that way or like use these powers or not. And so no matter what you do, it's it's making your own input and your own story. Finding the variation of what people like to play is one of the things that fascinates me the most. Aside from RPGs then, because I'm getting a grasp on what you like, I would say, I guess I would ask more rather, is there a game or something that you've like looked into that you've thought like I should give that a try? Something like I using film as a representation like i'm not a huge drama person but i'm sure there's a few movies when i see the trailer i'm like "Mm, i could dig that maybe is there a game that you've tried like you've looked at that maybe be outside like your realm of general perception that you would want to play um i mean i do definitely like rpgs that's what i'm pulled to but i I game pretty across the board. We you said Pikmin. I mean, like, I was like, Pikmin, you're willing to try you know, some yeah. shit. Like, That's right. cool. Yeah, it's actually, like, on that point where you're talking about, like, developing the story. Um, My whole life, since I was little, I've had uh, a few different sleep disorders. I have, like, a really bad uh, sleep paralysis and nightmare stages. Um, gaming was actually prescribed to me as a kid to try and, like, uh, adjust your ability to alter your dreams because you're oh, wow. doing the same thing on the screen. Wow. So, I've never heard of that, but I mean, like that makes a lot of sense because it's giving you a control yeah. grasp. But right. I mean, like, 
was that, I mean, I don't want to do, obviously, whatever you're willing to speak on, but, like, when you say prescribed, is that something that was, like, it's like, like you know, a therapist can, like, talk to you about, like, maybe you should try it. Was it something like that? Yeah, I mean, we tried a lot of things when I was little, and, like, that's, that was one of I the mean, like, honestly, that's, a, did that work that's fantastic. You? Um, you know, maybe. Yeah. I think possibly better, but it's just, like, it's always been a thing that I've had. Like, right. I've never, I've never had a good dream. Yeah. Um, so. wow. It's like conquering, it's a tough tough deal i understand like i mean that's something especially because it's out of your control right yeah so being doing your best to manipulate and control something that's your subconscious is what humans have struggled and fought with since i don't know time the dawn of time (laughs) yeah i do think that the gaming has like allowed me to like be in a dream and like realize that there's alternate paths that i could be taking rather than just like the same slow hallway more that you have control yeah that's cool that's interesting yeah one of the earliest things that I people like saying was positive for gaming was like the physical aspect of being able to like oh your hand eye coordination and like oh, yeah. sure I, I say that mockingly but I was like yeah we've heard that since eighty five but like there is that but I think there's I think it's especially in the way that like things have evolved that it's more than that it's obviously way more than that it's multi million dollar industries now and like billion dollar industries in certain cases like EA but I mean money and politics of gaming aside. I think that in the past like 15 years, we've seen a rise, a meteoric rise. And 15 meaning like mid-thousands when mm. graphics started to be like... Dece. <laughs> Dece. Yeah. Dece. Because one of my favorite games I've played lately was Shovel Knight. I replayed that again, and it's a 2D platformer that... Like, I remember showing it to you yeah, the other day. Like, what the like, fuck it, is this? It, 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 it's obviously very 8-bit and like 16-bit era like it kind of blends between those but then you see it you're like no 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 this is like 64-bit like but it's it's a blend of things that is super retro but so you can you can play kind of like antiquated things and still i don't know i guess what i don't even know what i'm trying to say is full of like but brand new indie stuff can inspire you yeah to try things that you would have never have tried just in the exact same way that watching something on Netflix, you're like, I don't know, fuck it, I already pay 19 yeah. bucks well, a month was... to see this, why not see it? Right. Oh, man, what was the... Uh... Oh, it's going to kill me now. There was an indie game that came out maybe maybe five years ago? Maybe three or four. Hollow Knight? Um... I'm just guessing. I'm just guessing. <laughs> no, that would be one. Yeah, that would have <laughs> been one of them. Um... Oh. Bastion, Bastion was hmm. yeah, oh. and it was, it's well, was a quick it was just like around. top down. I mean, it really just looked like a cleaner style of like uh, that Game Boy Zelda. Was it the uh, not the Ocarina of Time? Um, mm. That classic Zelda on the Game Boy. Yeah, not Ocarina. Not like, like, I think it was like Legend of Zelda. I, I could Google it, but was I, it? Yeah, did, where you have like not familiar, like the Shadow World and then your world and uh, anyway, yeah, sure. the, the, the very first one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't and, know Zelda. I'm and sorry. Um, I should know. <laughs> it was just kind of that that type of view. Yeah. Um, graphics were obviously updated, but they still weren't like crazy wild. Amazing. But yeah. it played well, and the story was good. The mechanics were solid, and the music was for the time just like groundbreaking. Oh, still hmm. to this day, uh, one of the biggest things that I like I hark and harp on is how is the soundtrack because it does so much mm-hmm. in movies and mm-hmm. film especially totally. that we've really like, yeah mean, even this, harking back to like silent films being all score yeah and music like to make you feel games that 
do a really good job of matching like intensity to score and putting the soundtrack in a way that's interesting. Like yeah. Chrono, Chrono Trigger, a great yeah. old RPG. That is the 10 out of 10. That is the gold standard for music. Yeah. Sonic. Bing. Gold yeah. standard I, for music. See, okay, so what's your what's your favorite like video game music execution? Hmm. Good for round table. Question. Go around the That's table. Yeah, d- don't start with me. <laughs> okay. Uh, I mean, I can. If I let's go. Let's go. Hero. hero. Guitar hero. God. Valid. 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 Damn it, but yes. Valid. Because. Yeah. Valid. Okay. No. Guitar hero. Rock legends. Because I mean, they yeah. did a okay. very good job of researching old and new songs. I believe I could be very wrong. I believe there was even a Tenacious D song on there. I think um, so, yeah. Which was really crazy yeah. to see on a video game that was mainstream at the time. Rock Band, and yeah. or, I'm sorry, Garage Hero at that time was like the pinnacle of music video games. That's so fair. for them to put yeah. all these range of songs on there, to me, it was like, dude, you're speaking to me. Like, that was really cool. That's fair. So, I mean, yeah. like, that music hits in a, in a certain way, though, because it's really interactive. Yeah, especially yeah, yeah. In, like... And that's definitely not, like, what we're talking about. We're talking about mo- games that happen to have soundtracks that compel but, you. But, I mean... But it's, it's more of the sure. more direct answer, yeah. like, but it's not, you know, I'm sure yours well, are sure. going to be... No, that's okay. Rock band. Yeah. <laughs> What do you got over here? Uh, I mean, it's not very diverse, but as far as like making you feel something soundtrack wise, right, I would yeah. say like maybe Dark Souls. God, Ooh, damn, yeah. that's a great feeling? answer. Okay, it's fantastic. Like very well, like well done atmospherically. Yeah, yeah. my like my my answer is very similar to anything that like makes you like it, the score sits in the background and like oh shit, mm-hmm. it's amp- like an, it, like James Bond movies do a fantastic job, I feel like, and they spend so much time on music and like you yeah. know who does the loading screen and all that shit. But like, it does a fantastic the job. Screen, of, the credits, the opening <laughs> credits. No, no, I mean in video games like the loading screen or yeah. the credits or the Bond girls or any of that mm-hmm. stuff where the score is so fantastic. Star Wars, it yeah. doesn't yeah. like it doesn't you you notice it because like holy shit they're going so hard right now. There's a whole orchestra going in. I mean, honestly, this latest Hitman again to be a broken record has done a fantastic job of that as well. There's a yeah. huge chorus orchestra. The music of Halo. That would, that would be <laughs> your go-to. Halo. I was gonna say that's probably that's probably the first one that really got me. Can we all just do a quick quartet on the Halo soundtrack, real quick? Pretty close. <laughs> no, yeah, 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 yeah. That's pretty close. We suck, but that was pretty close. Uh, yeah. It is like not. Like, it's the talking through the movement. Yeah. <laughs> I speak through verbalization. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, Zach, That's I'll let great. you go, but yeah, like I said, like I'm just trying to think of like not necessarily my favorite. I'm just thinking of like fuck. Where's like the like Chrono no, Trigger, I, it, Sonic, like Halo, like just Halo was that smack. Yeah, was one of the first ones. Man, Halo got so many things right. Like they figured, they figured out like so many seconds of a certain type of energy level and interaction followed immediately by a certain number of grip it and rip it followed by a number a certain number of like pause between those uh between those sections so that like your it's essentially your adrenaline level was like up and down and up and down and your attention don't tell me what my adrenaline level your attention span wasn't burned out but you don't know that it was never like lost Yeah. No, um, I feel you though. Yeah, Halo did a good it, job of grasping. They that. put that. They put that together with the music, with the visuals, with the, um, with with 
the way the game was played. Um, no, but I would have to say that my my perfect execution of music in oh. video game would be um, Hotline Miami. Mm, you've never heard of it. Vice City. Oh. I mean, god damn. That's what, that's what we think of Vice City's like soundtrack. That's okay. So like, no, please go on. Please go on. <laughs> because I mean, like I've literally, I think I brought this up in a gaming update one time was like the difference between like, uh, original OST and curated soundtracks. I mean, like Tony Hawk has one of the finest soundtrack oh, selections yeah. Yeah, and like they do. Totally. cultural creations of all time, but totally. it's all like actual bands. Yeah. Original, like, like I said, like Halo was constructed as like an yep. orchestra for like that's halo yep. music as mm-hmm. opposed to a curated soundtrack where that's why i'm not knocking on your rock band thing or, yeah. or a guitar hero is because i'm like no 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 that's a fantastic curated listen i'd hope it would be so because it's a music game but right. like yeah. tony hawk found that realm yeah as yeah. well like crazy taxi did that too yes to some degree the need for yeah. speed yep hmm. but I would say if you want, uh, I, also I got a few things from chat here, like fucking uh, Super Monkey Ball. <laughs> I've never played that. It's it's funny, but uh, Metroid has some fantastic original OST music as well. That's true. That's hmm. true. Very iconic. Like uh, for me, um, we, Halo was yours. I mean, now nah, I'm just I'm just like oh, spitting shit into the air. I'll like, tell you I mean, one thing though, I'm super excited to see how how music is gonna translate into Kinky Circus. I think you yes. guys being at a dance club and doing a circus routine, I think that's going to be like, I, I don't know. I'm just super excited to see what you use. Because I've seen, again, I've seen a couple of your shows. I've seen a couple of the things you've done. So, I don't know. Yeah, this one's a little different because a lot of times I, I kind of control the music more yeah. or less. Mm-hmm. Um, this one, everybody has their own routine, so they're pulling from their own tastes. and It's great. Last time, we definitely had more than a few comments that were like, oh, we had shazam out the entire time like, yeah these were all fantastic right songs you should never do, heard before you should like, you should do a gaming <clears throat> event theme yeah there, like a video a, game themed norris fire kinky circus kind of event. A yeah. gaming burlesque act in the next show I'm oh really say more than that but there is wow there's, there's something there okay i was gonna say cool. did we just speak something into existence <laughs> or was it already oh, coming because oh. <laughs> this is ironic as fuck look we're just gonna say that you're gonna see a little bit of plumber crack all right <laughs> all right mario brothers there you go <laughs> now as much as you'd probably think that i'd say mario would be my favorite no it's not now do i think that the, some of the scores are fantastic in the newer ones sure, a yeah. lot of the original yeah. one was based on the exact same like kind of pac-man or like mm-hmm. original sound mentality where no matter what you you need like positive affirmation for when you collect a coin it goes like doo so like you know mm-hmm. like like sound is a huge part of gaming and that's yeah. a fact oh, yeah. but like that's how they originally focused on it the music was supposed to be repetitive in a way that just kind of kept you like wanting to move but it wasn't like musically capturing it was yeah. just sound but as time went on like the Mario Galaxy soundtrack makes me cry like, yeah. you know what I mean? yeah. like there's things like they add when you add layers and orchestra and things that make make you feel. I mean, as far as those games go, I guess I wouldn't say that Mario is my favorite because it's it is a lot of it is just I don't want to say like pre-programmed crap because it's not, but like it, it's video game based like yeah. the story. Yeah. Chrono Trigger is a fantastic one, but I would probably honestly say. As far as like shit that makes me get hyped to game, like Mega Man, dude. There's so many banging yeah. ass Mega okay. Man tracks right. and Sonic tracks, to be honest. Like Sonic Mania is something I Google every now and again when I just want to drive. <laughs> yeah. Like for real. Like I, I think that it's something that 
And for me, being a retro fan, that makes that easy for me to say, just because my video gaming music needs, for me, it's just kind of like intensity, makes me want to do stuff, shoot stuff, push buttons. But yeah, I'm gonna have to. I think there's iconic ones from all different styles of things and different types. I guess like Grand Theft Auto, Need for Speed, Tony Hawk. Oh, totally. Like those mm-hmm. things that curate lists, but then also original OST that make you Shovel Knight, yeah, uh, Hollow Knight, yeah. things that like keep the score small but put them in the background or make it intense on purpose. I'm gonna have to. Uh, I'm gonna have to convince you to stream Hotline Miami. I think mm. you'd enjoy it. I don't think as much convincing it needs to be done. <laughs> we'll see. Easy on my part then. I'm in. So, anything else that you want our listeners to know about Kinky Circus? Anything we haven't covered? Any any final details for the show? I mean, I think that pretty much covers it. Um, it's ten dollars at the door. You can get uh, tickets on Eventbrite. That's you... March twentieth. Twenty first. Twenty first. Sunday. Uh, Sunday. Eventbrite charges its own fee, so it's yeah. smarter to get it at the door. Unless yeah, you're going absolutely. with the VIP, which is floor tickets. Don't pay them Ticketmaster yeah. fees. Yeah. And just then... come on in the door with ten dollars at the max at Fifteenth and Jackson in Omaha, Nebraska, March twenty first, for some crazy burlesque slash fire performance slash i mean we're getting the best of two different worlds here and if you're a fan of that in omaha right this is an event that you need to go to so we'll see you there mm-hmm. well friends <laughs> i think that's it you guys you, we're good no, no. <laughs> anyways thank you guys again for tuning in giving our suggestions here on Twitch chat. If you haven't checked it out, uh, we've been deciding to stream all of our episodes a week early on Twitch. So Woo. if you are hearing this in a Wednesday ahead, yeah, you could have seen it on Saturday on YouTube and you couldn't have heard it live. Either way, March 21st is where we're going to be at the max. Maybe I went. I might. Yeah, I might go. Let's check it out. Fuck I'm it. down. Let's do a but, group event. Yeah, let's we'll do a group head event. Down there. Hang out. Show some um, support. As far as the Twitch goes, we'll be back live again soon. Uh, yeah. We're doing Tuesdays and Wednesday releases. Uh, every other show has stuff going on in the network. Dude, uh, we're fucking three followers away from DUI Mario Kart, people. Hit that follow button now don't do or this I am going to freak out. No, I'll do it. We because do. we could be playing DUI Mario Kart next week for St. Paddy's Day. Holy but God. we're three follows away. Oh. Who knows? So hit that follow button. That's we're not right. even doing subscriptions yet, folks. We could, uh, but we're, we're getting not. There soon. Just follow. Look, if we don't have three three more follows by next week, by like Tuesday night, I'm just going to make bot accounts. <laughs> <laughs> don't Worst make comes it. to worst. Yeah. Don't do this to me. <laughs> So hit that follow button if you're watching on Twitch live the day of this recording. If you're not, tune in. Also tune in on YouTube. We're getting everything out earlier on YouTube and Twitch. If Mm -hmm. not, you can always listen on the normal platforms. But we do appreciate you. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Spotify, if you want us to beat YouTube, pay us money and we'll be on Spotify instead. Sure. We are on Spotify already. More money. Fuck. Oops. (laughs) (laughs) Pay us more money. Oh, nah. fuck. As always, I've been the weirdo with the beardo, Lucian Colsheen. I'm Zach. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, Dustin. <laughs> and with us. Your DP, the one, don't the lie. DPDs.
I have to do it. Yeah, you gotta tell me. <laughs> you gotta tell everybody who you are. Say your name. Norsefire. Norsefire. Go check him out at the Kinky Circus, March twenty first at the Max in Omaha, Nebraska. Just ten dollars, folks. And we know you've been bored with this pandemic. This is gonna be something. Like fun you for said, you to it's something out. that you could hit him up for weddings, private events, Look, festivals. Yeah. I'm sure you'd be more than happy to do some camping festivals. Very compatible festivals. with different types of events. Look, they just approved the next stimulus bill. You're gonna have ten dollars. Yeah, you got ten dollars. <laughs> No excuse, folks. So we'll see you there. If you see us yeah. there, call us out. Take a picture. We'll put it on the network. Book him for his first funeral. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, book him for his funeral. Until next time, oh, fellas. shit. <laughs> we gotta get out of here. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Have a great night. Tuesday week. If you're listening in the past. Month or even a year. Tell me how you did that. Ric Flair. Woo!